Michael T. Justice, a man in the middle, half black, half white, in the middle of the country, in the middle of the night, trying to figure out how to make this world right, because they fixed the game before they wrote the rules, and now we're left with these broken tools, but we still got to try to fashion the jewels so that we can be free. Hello and welcome to the Michael T. Justice podcast. Thanks for listening, and if you would like to respond to any of the things you hear, please hit me up here on Anchor or at Twitter at Michael T. Justice or Facebook Michael T. Justice. Welcome, welcome. And um, as you can probably tell, I'm sitting outside tonight uh, listening to nature. So, um, I'm off for a change, because I'm off once a week on Friday night, Uh, so that's something that just started about four or five months ago, and so uh, I'm all excited about it, I love the idea, so uh, anyway, um, so I will not be up tonight rolling papers, so this will be my opportunity to get you before I go to sleep, because I actually have been up all night or all day rather uh i'm up all night every night but uh i was up all day and that will allow me to sleep tonight because i'm gonna have some work to do tomorrow doing some landscaping work but anyway that's that's not what this is about what this is about was i was going to continue the discussion uh from uh, yesterday and i was talking about uh three stories that uh, from j- right there around the whole George Floyd um, incident and the first and I did not get a chance to look it up today I said Booker yesterday I think it was Booker I think both of the people both the gentleman who was trying to watch birds and uh, the lady the black gentleman watching birds and a white lady uh that had her dog and her dog was running around without a leash and he says something to her so there she got i don't know how it all escalated but it it basically boiled down to him recording her while she's sitting there he's obviously not being uh he's not being mean or rough or it's like no there's no nothing in his voice you know he's just calm cool and collected and she's like i'm gonna call the police and she calls the police and she like actually does the whole thing and i'm sure a lot of you have seen the story but you know she actually gets on the phone and she's calling 911, and she's like oh my god it's a black man coming after me and no i'm afraid for my life and then hangs up and you know it's like that was about the same time as the george floyd case and you know it could have gone there. And thankfully it didn't. But that was at the same time that George Floyd was being killed or right right then, right in that, that realm. And... Um, like... I, I, 
like I was talking about last night, wanting to talk about this. Like, I've never, I don't have any concern that my wife would ever do that to me. But, you know, I have in a conversation with a friend of mine said to him that, you know, I understand that if she ever were to call the cops for something, it could be the end of my life. Because that's how it goes with the police sometimes. So that's a very real thing that that people have to live with. And I guess you all know that story. The second happened and there was no news about it. And it happened right in front of me about, well, it was the day I heard about George Floyd's death. So it must have been two to three days later um, and I hadn't watched the video because I, I can't I still haven't watched the video because I just I can't watch somebody be killed like that I mean I've seen different pieces of it so I go to work every night at two o'clock hold on one sec I'll, I'll start the story in just a second All right, so the other story uh, like I said it was a few days after uh, the George Floyd murder and um, I feel <laughs> I feel bad even telling this story because I feel like almost like I failed um, so I'm walking into the local gas station chain that I go to every night and this was actually a different store than I normally go to for whatever reason and uh but you know I go in every night I give me some gas I give me some coffee uh this stuff I call go juice it's a five-hour energy drink that I shouldn't be drinking but anyway I go in and I'm walking up towards the door and the lady says to me uh it's there's a lady sitting out in front of the store a uh black lady I don't know I want to say she's like in her 30s maybe um but it's like 1.30 I was real worried about being late getting to work so I'm, I'm going to say it was closer to 2 o'clock and um yeah cause that's why I stopped there cause that's the way I can go this this other store so yeah it was it was close to 2 o'clock um, I, uh, lady, she didn't stop me, but she says, excuse me, sir, would you buy me a lighter? And I thought that's an odd request, but you know, you see all kinds of stuff in the summer and at night in the middle of the night, you know? And, um, so I was like, well, sure, why not? <laughs> you know? And so then she said, and this to me just is, is a, a, a point that means something. She like said, this one. And it was some weird, not weird, but you know, some colorful lighter. It was just, it was a particular lighter. And to me, it just seemed odd because she was asking for a lighter. And yes, she was asking for a specific lighter. So it, to me, that kind of 
the first thing that came to my mind is I think this lady kind of needs some help because she's out not needs some help like oh my god she needs help but like this woman is special what shall I say it's one o'clock in the morning she's either drunk or needs you know I don't know but apparently she had been asking other people for things or maybe for this lighter or asking for money whatever but the clerk in the store was like, ma'am, I told you, you can't be asking people for money. And I didn't get a chance to even say anything about it because he started talking to her. And so I went ahead and walked on over and grabbed my coffee. I was ready to buy her a lighter. And I was like, what lighter was she? And he was like, oh, don't worry about that, man. She's, the police are already here or on their way or something. And I look up and there's a policeman out there talking to her. So I didn't uh, think much of it but you could tell where the policeman had pulled up got out of the car she was kind of walking away from him so it was one of those things where I kind of she was like oh okay I'll just leave and so she was walking away and the way the situation the way the parking lot was situated or whatever I ended up going out to my car but I'm looking because I had heard about the George Floyd incident I'm always kind of watching the police when they stop black people just because, you know, I live, like I said, in a very white suburb, and I was looking around today, and I don't know, I said 80%, I'm thinking more like 90% of this place is white around here, but anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm always kind of watching outside of my eye, and I'm putting my gas in, and, and I look up, and they've actually gotten closer to me. Because the lady was kind of wandering around the parking lot, kind of just kind of staying away from me. And I understand that because, and I say that because then she looked at me with this pleading look in her eye because the cop was saying, ma'am, I'm going to have to, like, like you, you need to come here. And he was like getting closer to her and trying to get, you know, get a hold of her. And so he had her arm, and she was like, what have I done? And he was like, I'm asking, I'm trying to talk to you. I'm asking for your uh, ID and, and this stuff. And so I don't know. I looked up, and all of a sudden there were two more cars that showed up. So now there are three cops, and they both get out fairly quickly. And... Uh, so I'm just like, there's three policemen for this one lady. And I know she kind of walked away and stuff and didn't cooperate because she had that pleading look in, to, to me as he was, he had like got her hand and then he was kind of. I don't want to say he was putting handcuffs on her, but he was trying to get behind her. And at that point, I was kind of like... Like, okay, she was out there in the middle of the night. She was she put herself in that situation. Somebody in her circle should have, you would think, been looking out for her a little bit or something. Because I felt like maybe something was wrong with her. Like, like maybe she had like some kind of mental health issues or something was going on and 
I just was like, man, there's three cops here so fast. And I felt so guilty because I was late and had to go to work. And I'm not 100% certain that I can say I didn't want to get shot. <laughs> and that's the sad Yeah, that's a sad, uh, realization. I mean, you know, but the thing of it is, why do we have three cops? I mean, there should be some different procedures or something because I got to think he was doing what he was supposed to do. I mean, he wasn't like being mean to her. He was just like, by all accounts, looked like he was just doing his job. But it was, all of a sudden, there's three cops around her and all it takes is one of them to feel like, I don't know, she looked like she might've had something in that purse. Like, now she's going to pull out a gun or something. You know what I mean? And, um... So these stories don't really have, like, a moral to them, really. But that question, would three cops really be necessary? Is there not a way that that could be done differently? And I'm not saying this in some kind of, like, let's defund our police because they did this but let's look at how that police policies and procedures are going and, and and at least decide whether that was the appropriate thing maybe that was all the best that could happen I can't I'm not saying something wrong was done and the third story really makes me cry Some words you should have heard. Inner City Blues make me want to holler about Marvin Gaye. Although I really like Gil Scott Heron's version. But here it goes. Rockets, moonshots, spend it on the have-nots. Money, we make it. Before we see it, you take it. Oh, make you want to holler the way they do my life. Make me want to holler the way they do my life. This ain't living. This ain't living. No, no, baby. This ain't living. No, no, no. Inflation, no chance. To increase finance, bills pile up sky high. Send that boy off to die. Make me want to holler the way they do my life. Make me want to holler the way they do my life. Hang-ups, let-downs, bad breaks, setbacks. Natural fact is, I can't pay my taxes. Oh, make me want to holler and throw up both my hands. Yeah, it makes me want to holler, throw up both my hands. Crime is increasing, trigger happy policing. Panic is spreading, God knows where we're heading. Oh, make me want to holler, 
They don't understand. Ah. Mother, mother. Everybody thinks we're wrong. Who are they to judge us? Simply because we wear our hair long. Inner City Blues, Marvin Gaye, and James Nix. Authors. Hey, thanks again for checking me out. And hit me up on Facebook, Michael T. Justice. Twitter, Michael T. Justice. And of course, here at Anchor FM, you can leave a voice message. And uh, I would love for any responses and um, requests.